bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. If you listen to the show, you know that I am a dog fanatic. I always have my wonderful dogs, Blue, I call him Mr. Baby, and Benji in my studio with me. Uh, luckily, they're sleeping. <laughs> Although if they barked a little during this show, it would probably be okay because we are talking about how dogs can save your life. And we're talking about one dog in particular, one and in, man in particular, although I'm sure there are so many people out there who can relate I am absolutely in love with this book, Walking with Petey, the dog who saved my life. And here to talk about this is the author, Eric O'Gray. Hey, Eric. Hey, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me on your program. It's so nice to have you on. You know, it's funny. Several years ago, I saw an article about you and Petey, and I immediately showed my daughter, and we had tears in our eyes, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is such a great story. And then several months ago, I get your book. I said, oh, my gosh, I remember this guy. I remember that. I was so moved. And I thought, wow, this is great. That article really got me interested. And now to have a whole book about your story, what a treat. So I'm just so glad that you wrote the book. And I think it's going to help so many people. Well, thank you so much. And there was a film that came out, a short film, six and a half minutes on the Internet called Eric and Petey. that ended up getting yes, over 100 million Internet that. views. Yeah. From oh, uh, MutualRescue.org. So Oh, great. Thank okay. You. MutualRescue.org. Oh, yeah. I definitely want people to check that out. Well, you know, in the book, uh, chapter one, I'm leaving. Traveling sucks. Airports are the worst. No, scratch that. Airplanes are the worst. Oh, who am I kidding? Back then it all sucked. Everything sucked. My work, my days, my nights, my life. I was miserable. Take us back to that time. Yeah. You know, I was 340 pounds. It was 2010. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I was 340 pounds. It was 2010. And uh, my life was just absolutely miserable. I was on 15 different medications, including insulin for type 2 diabetes and uh, just uh, really medication designed to mitigate the side effects of other medication. And when you're that big, every part of your body hurts. Your, your back hurts, your knees hurt, uh, your legs hurt, because your body simply isn't, isn't designed to transport that much weight. So getting around is miserable. And then there's also the uh, silent judgment of, just about everybody that you come in contact with, you get the stares and the looks all the time of people going, you know, how can you, you know, it's just, it's, it's just a feeling of, of shame and humiliation going out in public. Yeah. I think that's so terrible too. I mean, I want, I mean, I'm a health educator. I've been a health educator for over 20 years. I want people to be healthy, but I don't like the shame that comes with it, but that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother show. You know, I was so moved to learn, read that your dog, I mean, your dog, <laughs> your doctor actually told you to go to a shelter. And get a dog. And I have to say, I wish every doctor would recommend that for people who can you know, afford one and it fits into their lifestyle because obviously there's lots of considerations. But what a great idea and what a life changer. Talk, take us back to that moment and, and what you thought. Were you like, what? Yes. A dog? I don't know. <laughs> so, so how that came about was I went to a doctor for a company mandated physical and that doctor told me that I had essentially two choices. The first one would be to get bariatric surgery and the second choice would be to purchase a cemetery plot because I'd likely need one in the next five years. So that got my attention and I started doing research because at that point in my life, every doctor that I'd ever been to had told me that I needed diet and exercise, but none had ever actually told me how to accomplish that or what that meant or, or how to implement that in my life. So rather than, you know, the typical doctor visit that I went on was I would go to a doctor and the doctor would spend five, 10 minutes with me. And at the end of that time, they'd either uh, send me off for an additional procedure to a different specialist or they'd write a prescription for me. 
And that's how I ended up with this whole line of pill bottles on my uh, bathroom counter. So I did some research and I found a new type of doctor. Instead of a medical doctor, I found a, a, a licensed naturopathic doctor. And the one that I found was a practicing uh, vegan herself. And she knew about uh, uh, really, she, she said that and be at my optimal weight within one year. Now, when she told me that, I couldn't see how that was possible because up until that point in my life, I had been morbidly obese for over 25 years and I'd been actively trying to uh, resolve that. I'd been on uh, every diet ever commercially marketed in the United States, really over three dozen different diets, and none had ever worked. All had yielded only temporary short-term results. And then the rebound from those was such that every time that I lose 30 or 40 pounds on one of these temporary fat diets, I gain it back and then a little bit extra. So this new doctor that I went to, this naturopathic doctor, I sat down with her and instead of just spending five to 10 minutes with me, she actually spent an hour and a half with me. She asked me every question about my life and I told her all of my deepest, darkest secrets, including that I'd stopped going outside entirely. I didn't have any friends anymore. They'd all kind of like gone away a long time ago because I stopped socializing. So I'd become very reclusive and I hadn't been on a date in 15 years, despite the fact that I'd been single. So again, she told me that as part of this, she sent me home with a whole list of recipes on what I should try in my kitchen. But most importantly, she told me that her, her prescription was that I adopt a dog. You know, it was interesting when, when I was reading the book, I love how you wrote, uh, you know, you, your thoughts were, what would I do with the dog? I travel on business. I'm not a dog person. And you write, but then I remembered my resolution in the car, do whatever this woman says. That's exactly what I, uh, that's exactly what I decided because nothing that I'd done at that point in my life had ever worked for me. <clears throat> I'd kind of, any advice that I'd received or whatever, I'd second guessed and I substituted my own judgment for whatever the, uh, the, uh, the diet or the doctor or whatever was recommending. So I decided that this time I was looking at my situation as a life or death situation. And it truly was, I wanted to do anything to avoid bariatric surgery. Ultimately I did avoid it, but I had qualified for it and I was actually scheduled for it, um, in, a, in about a month. And I, I knew that if I had it, it would remove about two thirds of my stomach. And it was just something I didn't want to do. So as my last ditch effort, I decided to exactly follow this woman's, this doctor's direction. So I called, I did a little research and I found the largest shelter in my area, <clears throat> excuse me. And I called that shelter and that was Humane Society Silicon Valley. So I called their intake person and they referred me to an adoption coordinator. And I really had all these things going on in my mind. I mean, what kind of dog did I want? And I decided that I wanted a dog that that never shed, that was really happy, that was like a really nice, attractive-looking dog that never barked, and one that would never uh, <laughs> that would never go to the bathroom in my apartment in the whole life history of the dog. So in my mind, I pretty much had a, a picture of a about an eight-pound golden retriever. So I, <laughs> I went down there. I went down there and I met with them, and we 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 went through the intake process, and they got me to commit to. Um, whatever I was going to do, that this dog was a lifetime commitment. This wasn't something that I was going to try out and bring back. And it wouldn't take me forward in the process until they really understood that I was making that commitment. So I, I did agree. And so I'm sitting in the intake room or the, the waiting room waiting for my new dog because they, after they qualified me and I, I they spent about an hour talking to me also, they, they said that they had the perfect dog for me. So I'm sitting there with great anticipation, waiting for this perfect dog to come out, the one that I'd imagined. 
and I'm hearing this really loud click, thump, thump, thump of paws coming down a concrete walkway. And in walks a really, really obese dog. Um, and this dog had seen better days. He had skin problems. He was missing patches of fur. His head was hung low. His shoulders were stooped. And and I looked at this dog, assuming that a mistake had been made. And I looked at my uh, adoption coordinator and I said, well, where's my dog? And the dog looked up at me at the same time with the most obvious sense of disappointment that I've ever seen on a person or a creature thinking about the same thing of me. And the, the lady said, <laughs> you, the lady said, you know, look, you told me, you know, that you needed a dog you, you asked for, and I did an obese middle-aged dog. So somebody that we would, I would have something in common with and somebody that we would, I would be able to, we'd be able to work on the same things at the same time. And she said, there's no more, there's no dog in the shelter that's more ideal for you than this dog. So I decided to give it a try and we went home and we, at first, we were only able to walk for about a hundred yards at a time together. And we, we didn't really know what to make of each other because I'd never owned a pet before. This was my first pet. So we sat on opposite sides of the room from each other and we looked at each other skeptically for about three days. But as part of the bonding process and walking and everything, he ended up hopping up on bed with me on the third night. And after that, we became totally bonded. And it was just, it was like an experience that I'd never had before. It was the relationship that was missing in my life. And I had never experienced a bond that strong with anybody in my life before. We became best friends. He believed in me until I could believe in myself. He was in such bad shape that I started feeling sorry for him instead of feeling sorry for myself. And together, the two of us just like started to do everything together. We walked around the neighborhood. We started walking up to uh, two or three miles twice a day. And during this wow. process, the whole time, I was losing on the plant-based diet that I was on and walking Petey, my dog's name was Petey, getting the exercise. I started losing five pounds a week and it started coming off magically like nothing I'd ever experienced before. And I was trying to figure out, okay, there's no medication that I'm on. I'm not taking any kind of supplements. This is just fruits and vegetables and walking a dog twice a day. And then over the course of 10 months, I lost 140 pounds. My waist dropped from 52 inches to uh, 33 inches. Petey lost uh, 25 pounds. He went from 75 to 25, so he lost a third of his body weight. And I got off all meds. Uh, and I know my glucose and A1C became normal. And I was no longer, I mean, I completely reversed my type 2 diabetes and all of my other uh, symptoms, I mean, that were completely related to my my lifestyle disease that I had before. And I mean, my, my cholesterol, my total cholesterol dropped from about 400 to about 120. And the best news was that that was seven years ago. And by simply maintaining the same lifestyle since then, I've maintained my weight. My weight hasn't really fluctuated up or down more than two pounds during that time. It dropped from 340 approximately now to 185. And that's where I've stayed for the last seven years on zero meds. I have no meds in the house except for um, like Tylenol or something. 
More from our guest in a moment, but first I wanna talk about something that I love. It is called Tea Me Blends. Such a great name. It's an honest company. It provides the best quality loose leaf tea and it actually gets you the results that you want. Now, again, it's Tea Me Blends, T-E-A-M-I, but think of Tea Me because it is for you. It's not just a tea, it's a lifestyle. And I've been feeling really good. It tastes delicious. It's great for detoxing. And if you're looking for a way to clean your body from the inside out, you are definitely at the right place. There's a 30-day detox. It's easy, two easy steps. Everyone can do it no matter their fitness level. All you have to do is number one, drink your tea me skinny in the morning to wake up the body and start boosting your metabolism. Number two, drink the tea me colon cleanse every other night to purify and cleanse the body. It's super easy. Now it's not just for weight loss. This is for your health. It's all natural, sugar-free, boosts your metabolism, suppresses appetites and craving and so much more. To get this great tea, go to teamyblends.com. That's T-E-A-M-I-B-L-E-N-D-S.com and use the promo code TALKHEALTHY at checkout and get 25% off your order of $49.99 or more. Again, that's teamyblends.com, promo code TALKHEALTHY. Eric, that is so incredible. I mean, it's just amazing what dogs can do. And it's that connection. It it motivates you because you want to make your dog feel better. Like you were saying, you were starting to feel badly for him. And I know what it's like when I don't get my dogs out. I mean, they go nuts. So it's so important and they keep us accountable. And we have, we can't just be like, I don't want to walk for a week. No, get your butt out the door with your dog. (laughs) Completely. And he looked at me, you know, the, the wonderful thing about adopting a dog from a shelter especially a senior dog as Petey was, is that they know in their heart that you saved them and and they treat you because Petey had been through two shelters by the time that I picked him up. And he treated me like I was the greatest person on the planet. He looked at me like I was just, just a wonderful, amazing person, the best person that he'd ever met. He was so protective of me. And basically, he gave me the confidence to get back into life again and to really turn my life around and become the person that I am now. I owe it all to him. He was just just absolutely uh, amazing. And it just everything that I just can't even I can't even describe. It was like coming out of the matrix or flipping a light switch on and suddenly you're going from being a miserable person to being a, a happy fulfilled person with tremendous energy and mental clarity and just feeling good all the time. And it's all because of uh, uh, the basic exercise associated with walking a dog a couple times a day and healthy nutrition in the form of a plant-based diet. Well, let's talk about that plant-based diet. Tell us a little bit, like take us through like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. So what I do normally for breakfast, see at age 51, I'd never had a meal in my entire life that did not include some sort of animal product. So what, what Dr. Preeti, uh, her name is Preeti Kolkarni, and she's in Cupertino, California, if anybody wants to look her up. What she uh, helped me do was transition from that to a plant-based diet. And that transition took a couple of months. So at first, I was having some, you know, it, it was an adjustment at first. But then after a couple of months, after she showed me how to do it and showed me how to do the diet part that all the doctors before it had, had told me about but never told me how to implement I actually became began liking my new diet uh, much more than what I'd eaten before. So like for breakfast, for example, 
I might make uh, just some uh, uh, vegetable and fruit smoothies. The nice thing is you can throw in like a handful of spinach and some kale and some things like that that are really taste neutral. And if you combine them in a, a Vitamix, like a high-speed blender with fruits, the uh, the sugar in the fruits uh, really kind of like overwhelms the vegetable taste. So you're tasting what tastes like a completely like fruit smoothie. It doesn't taste any like vegetables at all. And I add like a number of things to it. And so I, I might have that for breakfast, or I might just have some oatmeal and fruit, or I might have uh, a tofu scramble, which would be once you, you crumble up some tofu and you add some seasonings to it, and um, you, you, you basically cook that in a, you simmer that in a pan, just as if you were making scrambled eggs and you add like a little turmeric for color. And it comes out looking and tasting exactly like scrambled eggs, except for it's about 50% protein and it's extremely delicious and nutritious with the right seasoning. So you're getting all the flavor without any of the, uh, the baggage associated with the, uh, with the animal products. And for lunch, you know, it, it, it's great. I can eat any kind of food that I ate before, except for I don't put in meat or cheese or sour cream or anything like that. So for example, I might go to Chipotle for lunch and have rice and beans and they have a new, uh, um, entree called sofritas, which is a seasoned tofu. So that in a, a burrito, for example, will look and taste exactly like a meat, meat burrito. So you're going to have a completely vegan or plant-based lunch without having any animal products. It's extremely healthy. And it also helps maintain weight because it doesn't include any animal products or oils or things that would tend to cause weight gain and uh, the kind of chronic disease that I had before. For, um, for dinner, there's so many different options. There's, I can make or go to like a, an Asian restaurant and get like a, a tofu stir fry. Or one of my favorites is to go to a Thai restaurant, for example. And at a Thai restaurant, like Thai food, um, you know, culturally, uh, it's, it's a Buddhist culture. So they would have every Thai, food, every Thai restaurant in the world is going to have tofu. So I can get uh, like a, a drunken noodles, which are a wide uh, rice noodle that has like a lot of really great seasoning and then some tofu in it. And I can have just delicious meals. So I eat foods that look and taste exactly like the foods that omnivores eat. Like I make lasagnas, I make all kinds of things. They just don't have any unhealthy uh, things in it and no animal products. So once you learn how to do it, it's, it's real simple and it's worth a try. I guess what I'd like to say is that if anybody is out there and they're like I was and they're reclusive and they're not uh, really, they're feeling like life has passed them by and what's happened and am I just waiting to die or something? No, there's plenty of life left over. All you got to do is decide first that you want to live. And then secondly, learn how to do what I did. And my book really kind of like starts, my book is a really good story of, it's like an epic American comeback story that includes practical information on how to accomplish exactly what I accomplished to get from where I was to where I am now. And there's also additional information on my website at ericandpd.com, and that's P-D, P-E-E-T-Y. So I would invite anybody to uh, uh, just, you know, if anybody's struggling or needs help, you can send me an email if you want, and I will answer. Oh, that is so nice. You know, Eric, one of the things that is so devastating is when we lose our beloved dogs. You know, I, uh, before I had Mr. Baby and Benji, I had Bailey and Bobo and Bailey was the first dog I ever had. I wanted a dog my whole life, but my mother was afraid. I didn't have my first dog till I was 31, <laughs> no 32. 
<laughs> and when he passed, I was devastated, just absolutely devastated. And that's such a hard thing, but it, it's so worth the experience of having a pet and having that love and that support and that unconditional excitement and everything that comes with having a dog. Talk to us about how you transitioned and, and went on to get, it's Jack, correct? Yeah, yeah. So Jake is my is my current oh, dog. So when Petey passed when Petey passed away, it was the hardest thing that I'd ever gone through in my life. I lay on the floor with him for a couple of days, and I sang John Lennon songs. And he had he had a we we just looked at each other in the eye for a couple of days, and I held a wet washcloth to his lips, and he had a conscious uh, death, and. It was just the most profound thing that I'd ever experienced. When he passed away, I saw the life pass out of him. I, I really did. And I just laid there on the floor holding him. And it was the hardest thing that I'd ever gone through in my life. And then it took me about six months to really get over that. But once I eventually realized that had I not gone through that experience, see, everything in life has ups and downs. There's good and there's bad, and you have to experience the pain to also experience the joy. And the profound joy, the greater your joy and the greater your happiness, the more that that's offset by pain. So that was part of the experience. But these were things that I'd never felt before, new emotions to me for the first time. And I just, I got to say overall, I'm so enriched by having gone through that experience and because I really experienced life for the first time fully and completely. So after Petey passed away, about six months later, I felt the calling of another dog and I started going to all the shelters in the greater Seattle area. And one day I just felt a really powerful urge to go to Seattle Humane. And I went to their adoption pens and their second pen on the left was a black Labrador that had been placed in there after having been found in a field, just running loose with no tag or collar or anything. And he was just a a really, a really handsome dog. And while all the other dogs were jumping up and down and doing backflips and really not knowing what to do, Jake just stood there and looked at me directly in the eye. And it was like we recognized each other. We'd been waiting for each other. So I adopted him immediately and we went home and I'd started uh, long distance running as a hobby. And it turns out that uh, Jake uh, and his 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 breed type, like a Labrador, is ideally suited for long distance running. So we started training, and uh, we started going on long runs. And before, within a couple of months, we we're doing half marathons together. And then he's been up to full marathon distances with me. I'm very careful in how I train him, and I make sure he gets lots of water, and I check his paws and everything. And this is very safe what I do according to the vet, my vet, and. He is right now just an extraordinarily handsome, uh, uh, muscled dog. My vet says that he is uh, her healthiest uh, patient. So uh, uh-huh. that's what we do. We uh, we do like a lot of long distance running, and we're just uh, we're best friends, also like Petey and I were. It's so nice when that happens. You know, like my connection with Blue, who I call Mister Baby. It's 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 different, but the same as with Bailey. I mean, you they don't replace one another, I, you know, but it, there's something that I saw in his eyes that was like, like you just said about Jake, like we were just waiting for each other. You know, it, it's so magical it, when that happens. Absolutely. So if anybody out there is listening and they don't have a dog and they were in my previous condition, you know, I'd like to say that nothing is going to get you outside and force you to exercise like a pet. So 
The other thing I'd recommend is don't try to resist the urge of getting a puppy, especially if you've never had a dog before, because a puppy is like adopting a two-year-old child as a parent, not having any prior parenting skills. They're going to be a lot of work. A puppy is. You, you've got to really invest training time in them. They're going to tear, tear your stuff up. They're going to probably damage your furniture, various different things like that. An adult, an adolescent at least, or adult dog is generally going to have some training. They're going to have some pretty good manners. They're not going to destroy your furniture. They're past that stage in their life. And it's a really easy way to transition into first-time pet ownership especially. And with a dog like that, they just want to be your best friend. They want to be your family. They want to be loved. The same thing that you want. So by then going outside and walking that dog, you're both getting exercise. It's great for both of you. And you, you know, you're going to get back into life by doing that. So that's what I really suggest to everybody. Adopt a dog. That's such great advice. I always say that too. Don't get a puppy. You know, I mean, when I, Glue was like, I I met him when he was six months. He used to belong to this woman that I met and then he eventually became mine. And then uh, my, the lab that I adopted was a year and nine months. And by the way, he still rips up everything and he's four. So I don't know what's going on. (laughs) We have to train him better. But yes, you are so right. And Eric, I wish we had more time, but the time flies. I just want every single person in the world to listen to this because you are so inspiring you're going to help so many people. I'm sure you already have. Give us all your sites and how people can find you, Eric. I, I'm just such a huge fan. Yeah. Thank you so much. So my my website is ericandpeety.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-N-D-P-E-E-T-Y.com. Uh, from there, you can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, and my email address. And I do actually, I do try to respond to most emails. Uh, if somebody has a question, I've got resources on my site on the books and the, the documentaries to watch on either Amazon Prime or Netflix on how to accomplish what I accomplished. But really, I recommend my book for uh, inspiration and for the basic information to get started. Yeah, I do too. I think it's fantastic. I want to thank you, Eric, so much. And I'm just thrilled that you came on Talk Healthy today. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Health Media Gal one or you can also follow at your radio MD at talk healthy, the number two day. Thanks for listening, looking to getting a shelter dog and have a great day. Stay well.